Mayday! 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 Shit. This is the motor. Vessel Lazarus. Charles, what's going on? Jesus Christ. Please, can anybody out there hear me? This is the Coast Guard Cutter, Dallas. What's the nature of your problem, Lazarus? Hello? Hello? Are you there? I demand to know what is going on. Jason Voorhees. You're insane. Jason Voorhees has been dead for years. He came down the river and he's gotten on board. He walks his ship here and now. Yes, a killer walks his ship, all right. And it's certainly none of us. You bastard. What are you, what are you doing? You're the one who's insane. And good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Year of Fear on the BAM Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. I think we're still on there. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But uh, check us out. We have some good stuff on there. And we're continuing the month-long tradition, or tradition, or actually the month-long going on Friday the 13th, with the best one of the series. Of course, duh. It's... Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. 1989 is the year. Come on, man. You don't remember? <laughs> I'm being facetious, of course. Jason Goes to Manhattan, the year 1989. It's a fun movie. I like it. We were going to do Jason X, but uh, it's already done. It's in the archives. So check it out. Mike is not here tonight. Um, He'll be with me next time when we do X, which is a movie I've never seen. Looking forward to that. But before we get there, let's go here. I got the movie queued up at four seconds because I just wanted to be different. So, wherever you're starting at, either you're going to be four seconds ahead or four seconds behind. And uh, just stay with me. Please. I appreciate it. <laughs> Three, two, one. Press play. Now, right away, you can see this is totally a movie of its time. What a weird narration, though. So strange. A horror production. This is a Paramount production. Paramount, it was a Gulf and Western at the time. They eventually changed to just Paramount. I forgot when Gulf and Western left, but if you watch the... TV series, The Offer. That was a uh, Paramount Gulf and Western production. That was a long time ago. Scott Reeves. If you guys are soap opera fans, Scott Reeves. 
I believe he was on Days of Our Lives. I'm not sure if that's still on. Do they have soap operas anymore? I can't lie. A couple weeks I got sick. I got hooked into them. But it's just stories. Now, if you noticed in the beginning there, when we're, pa when we're panning down, you could see it's Times Square. And Times, oh, duh, it's Times Square, it's Manhattan. Of course it is. But you see, if you see Times Square, like in the middle of it, you'll see the bat symbol. This movie does take place in the year 1989, so they're keeping that up. And it was released in 89. Because I believe Batman was 88. Ugh, look at that toxic waste. That poor rat, he's going to be dead or mutated soon. Hey, look, it's Splinter. How come he didn't fight Jason? Now, if any of you have been to New York City, there's a lots of these greasy spoons around there, and they probably serve the best diner food out there. Um, and there's tons of them, and this is you know, this is the subways at the time. So really, like if you go to the subways nowadays in New York, they're just totally different, very clean. You don't see any of this anymore, and like a lot of it, you know, the graffiti on the trains. A lot of that has gone away. And uh, for most of the time, people were arrested for graffiti. You know, but uh, if you look at it back at those times, it was just basically art, man. But sometimes art is misunderstood. You know, I lived in Jersey with my family for about... When did I move to Florida? Um, I think I moved here when I was... I think I was one year out of high school. Wow. I gotta text my brother and ask him. It's a nice little riverboat over there. So as anything with these horror movies at the time, they are made for a low budget. About five million bucks, and it grossed only 14, but it still made its money back. Back then, those horror movies, you know, didn't take much. You know, a mask, machete... Now, why would you... This is the things that kills me. I know it's in a movie world and you got to suspend your belief, but if you've... You have have to have heard. Hey, man, there's killings that happen in Crystal, Camp Crystal Lake. You know, maybe I want to stay clear from there. But, of course, teenagers and horny college co-eds, they have to go out there. Some reason, we don't know why. And they know who's lurking. He's under there. It's Jason. And he's dead.
he looks like a little bit like a young or like a curly-haired Judd Nelson. So I was talking a little bit about 89, and um, wow, was I a, what, what year in high school was I in? Was I a sophomore or junior? Freshman? I, th I think freshman or sophomore, I'm not sure. Okay, so we're doing a little bit of a, um, a little bit of, we're trying to catch you up, like, hey, this is Jason Voorhees, he drowned, this is what happens, like, I think this is the first time they've not the first time I thought you've seen it being done, but I think in a, in a couple of movies we're because I guess we're just this is a new era. We're trying to show what's just trying to catch people up who haven't seen the uh, the franchise, and that's why some of these horror movies kind of worked because it's simple premise. And if they did have a background story, some of the movies they would do this little montage. Yeah, of course, they're just stories. All right, I got to figure out how they wake up Jason here and how he gets to Manhattan because I haven't seen this movie in so long. Okay, so we're going to go with... Oh, I see. Okay, so electrocution woke him up. So... Eh. Okay, so the lower the anchor, electricity, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right, that makes sense, sure. <laughs> Again, suspend your disbeliefs. All right, we know where he's going. Now he's really dead. So what happened in the year 1989, you're asking? Well, as we go through the film, I will share with you some fun facts that happened in the year 89. Number one, Tom Berners-Lee. Recognize the name? You probably don't. However, he was one of the software engineers who was working on Switzerland who understood the potential of computers through the Internet. So he proposed to let an idea of the creation of World Wide Web Technology, which is a WWW. So that concept came out in 1989. Whoa. Hey, that's infringement. Jason should be pissed. I missed that part. Did he swim down and get the mask, or did he have a mask? Now, at this point, Jason is just, you know, he's always been disfigured, but his body's been underwater for some time. a little bit of decomposing action. So, you know, whereas Michael Myers has that, 
you know, the, that garage jumpsuit, and so does Jason to a point. I love this. He just looks so gross and so gnarly. It's intimidating when you see him like this. Look at that. Plus, he's huge. Oh, that's right. Uh, the last film we did, Jason wasn't... Oh, boy. Turn around, jackass. Well, his aim is a little bit off. He's been underwater for a while. The chick had the right idea. This guy just stood there. Oh, well, Jason, you know, he's got to evolve over time. He's got to find some new weapons, new stuff to do. It's a nice shot there. Him on the boat. Yeah, as we were saying before, me and Mike had a running joke that Jason, the last time we saw him in part two, you know, he didn't look, you know, he didn't, he had the burlap sack, the scarecrow sack, I call it. And he wasn't like, he wasn't like, you know, just just a normal dude, like average size. And you see it here, you know, he's been doing, he's been lifting weights, he looks big, intimidating. And I think in movies like this, especially like a horror killer, I mean, it depends what you're making, but, you know, of the time. You want to have somebody who's physically imposing. Man. What do you know, please? Uh, try, uh, try to move. Nah, nah. Now he's going real slick at Jason. He's like very method. I'm not going to go quick. I'm going to go slow. I want you to feel this. Oh. I always wonder when these... Eh, just seal her up. Who cares? Aha! Uh -huh, I like that. See the name of the ship there? The Lazarus. And if you're uh, studiers of the Bible, you know that Lazarus was risen from the dead. That is Barbara Bingham. And Barbara Bingham, she's had one heck of a career. Beyond Darkness. A lot of horror movies. Dead House Dark, After She Died. Bridge Across Time. I haven't seen Bridge Across Time. These are totally right up my alley, too. Million Dollar Face, Soldier's Fortune, Waterhouse. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these films, and that makes me happy because I'm going to have to see some of these. Cop Target. Splits. What's Splits about? It's on Tubi. It's one of my obsessions has been Tubi lately. I was watching this movie. I think it's called Dead, Dead Warrant or something, and um, the movie's about a female, um, female college student. She goes, and she's studying law, 
And um, basically, she studies, 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 and has a girlfriend say, hey, man, you don't want to go out one night? Sure. And so then she goes out dancing. Oh, Susie Donaldson, huh? So anyway, that happens, and um, she's picked up by this Lyft driver, who she thinks is the Lyft driver. But of course, it's not. Turns out it's somebody else, and she you know, gets raped and all that, and they don't show it, of course. It's all innuendo and stuff. But um, she gets back. She doesn't want to be a victim. And she basically becomes a Lyft driver herself and goes through this horrible ordeal trying to catch this killer. And I'm not going to give it away what happens. I mean, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but uh, I thought the premise was interesting. So it's Dead Warrant on Tubi. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I would be... Okay. Peter Mark Rickman. There we go. Now, Peter Mark Rickman. I remember him from a Star Trek episode. Um, He passed away to 2021. Lived a long life. Good for him. Let's check out some of his credits. He's a novelist as well. Okay, Friday the 13th, Black Orchid... Where else did I see him in? Bonanza. My dad would love that. His Mysteria, not Hysteria. Not the Def Leppard song. Oh, that's right. Naked Gun 2.5. Uh, Poon Hall Junkies. That's with um, Michael Rosenbaum. Lex Luthor fame from Smallville. Dynasty. Oh, he's in Spider-Man. Animated series. Star Trek Next Generation. Battlestar Galactica, the OG one. Yes, yeah, spinning a lot of stuff. Mission Impossible. Yeah, so he's had uh, he had a very fulfilling career and life. And another thing that happened in the year 1989, the uh, the wall came down. That was a big thing. I remember that. That was um, we had history class, and they uh, they were broadcasting. I think C- I think CNN, or is it NBC? One of the channels they were broadcasting. I know it had to be a local channel. They don't have cable in schools, Jeff. So that was a big thing. The Berlin Wall coming down. That was a huge thing in school. I remember that. They were all celebrating. Or David Hasselhoff singing too. So. And also, in 89, if you're a fan of this show, which I was never, I saw a couple episodes here and there, but I was never really a big fan of it. The first episode of the, probably, I guess the, I would say the longest running series on, on, on television, The Simpsons aired, their first episode. Which the funny thing about The Simpsons, which I remember, is uh, they had the Tracy Ullman show. On Fox. I remember Fox was a brand new network. Yes, kids, I'm that old. So Fox is a brand new network. 
And one of the first shows they showed was the Tracy Ullman show. I don't think Married with Children was on yet. And in the Tracy Ullman show, great comedian, by the way. I don't think she does stuff anymore. So anyway, Tracy Ullman was on there, and they had a skit on there. And they made a skit, and the first in that skit was The Simpsons, which branched out from there. So if people say that, oh, well, The Simpsons was the original show, it was, but it was actually branched off from the Tracy Ullman show. So if you want to win some fun trivia at a, uh, a meet-cute, you would know. There's Scott Reeves. And as I said, Scott's more known for his daytime soap opera work. He did a lot of Days of Our Lives. I haven't, I don't have his IMDb. Well, you know what? Let's pull him up anyway. Nothing's really going on right now. She's just putting a, he's just putting a necklace on her. Jason's ready to first kill. So let's see what Mr. Reeves has been on. Scott Reeves is 56 years old. Scott Reeves, uh, he played Jake Hoganson. I don't remember that. Okay. He still looks this. Let's check out what Scott looks like. Yeah, Scott looks the same, basically. A little, a little older, like we're all a little bit older. It's okay. Plays a lot of music now, looks like. Still married to the same wife, too. Good for him. You have to be kidding me. Nashville Christmas special, The Rees Brothers, in Winter Haven, December 9th. <laughs> okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Could they make this guy even a more bigger dork? You know, it's funny, those glasses back then... Literally, we're like, oh, man, you you look, you're an idiot. You look like a blindy owl. I got made fun of because I had glasses like that. Now, if you flash forward 100 years later to now, those glasses are kind of in style. And that's like kind of like that big over-glass look. A lot of women wear them, too. I call them like the Jackie Onassis glasses. You know, Rickman in his own way, it's just like he's trying to play, I guess, a mature... I'm not sure what, what he is there. I think it's a guardian of hers. But in his own way, he's kind of sinister. Like, he has that... What I like in villains... I mean, he's not a villain in this movie, but I'm just saying his mannerisms are, are that of a villain that I enjoy, or the characteristics of a villain being something of just 
kind of calm, cool, casual, in control, and like just nothing frazzles him. Those are the favorite villains that I like. It's like, hey, you know, I'm doing this. Not the crazy me. Ah! Ugh. Anytime you play some 80s hair metal, you got me. With a flying V guitar. Come on, Jason. Don't kill her, man. This chick... And now this gigantic man who literally appears out of nowhere. Look at that fog and steam in the background. Yeah, go down there. Run, run, run! Man, first off, Jason's pretty fast. Killed that girl, just smashing the guitar in her face. Doggy. Don't kill the dog. No, the last Friday the 13th film we did. We had Muffin, and now we have this dog. Hopefully this dog survives. I had a... um. An ex-girlfriend of mine, we used to watch films together. And one of the things that we always, um, we agreed on, it was kind of like, an uns not an unspoken thing. We used to talk about it when we used to have a couple drinks. And uh, that's when I first started. I'm not going to name her name because I don't want to do that. But um, one of the first things we did when we were talking about, especially horror movies, we were like, yeah, we like this because we both enjoyed them. And then uh, I, literally almost at the same time, I go, yeah, but as long as the, the dog doesn't die, then we're good. And I was like, oh. Jason's a perv, man. He's always like peeping Tom to chicks when they're taking off their clothes. Well, I mean, he's been in the bottom lake for a while. Now, was she a part of the last film? Because she she's seeing images of young Jason drowning. Ah, boxing. Where's boxing gone? Kind of by the wayside, if you think about it. Replaced by UFC, more more mixed martial arts stuff. That's what I've been um. That's what I've been doing lately. Um, not training to fight, guys. Relax. Too old for that stuff. But uh, just more about like um agility and you know, it's always good to have a little bit of a. You know, tools in your tool belt. In case somebody, you know, gets a little out of line. But, um, 
you know, always for defense, not for offense. <laughs> this is the prototypical sort of alpha male of the movie. You know, you want to be this guy. She decides to have that video recorder. That's how big they were back then, guys. I mean, you're not seeing this, but if you do watch this film, hopefully you are watching the film. That's how big the flashbulb was. That's how big it was. Battery operated. Very heavy, too. And again, if you flash forward nowadays, you can basically do all that on your phone. Samsung, Apple. I prefer Apple. I'm an Apple guy. Oh my, this this girl right here. I uh, Hopefully I can find her in the cast list. I'm not sure who she is. Uh, they're not showing her. Oh, there she is. Tiffany. That's Kelly who? Oh, my. I take that back. So that, um... Asian actress she saw with the other um, actress I was looking up because I was looking her up. That's uh, Tiffany Paulson. Yeah, Tiffany Paulson. That's Kelly Hu. Very young Kelly Hu. Kelly Hu, she appeared as the um, the love interest in The Scorpion King. But uh, probably the role she's best known as is she played Lady Deathstrike in X2. So another one we caught. That's Lady Deathstrike. You uh, Rickman better watch himself. I don't get this. Is this like a school trip on an oil tanker? Because they should... I don't know. That's a little weird. And this creepy teacher always coming in, butting in and ruining everybody's fun. Yeah, I hope Mike listens back to this, man. Because Kelly who? Wow. I'm finding some diamonds in here. I thought there was nobody in this film, but... Now I know why he enjoys looking for the facts. Okay, who do we have here? Is this alpha male guy? How's he gonna die? 
You know, you can always tell a kill is going to come in any movies, at least back then, when you have, like, this shot with the camera where it's, like, you know, focused, the POV shot is just focusing on him walking and looking. Jason has a problem. Well, not a problem. He's always looking through mirrors. I mean, uh, and he's very stealthy. Okay, come on, Jason. So no machete. He used a harpoon gun, a guitar, and now it looks like he's using some scalding rocks. Let's see. You gotta be pretty strong to jam a rock inside somebody's stomach like that. I really have to look at what happened in the last film with the connection. Oh! You know, honestly, that's probably the safest place for her right now. I mean, nobody knows what's going on the ship, but. Yeah, she keeps seeing Jason everywhere. Yeah, really got to find out what happened. She was, I wonder where she was. Alright, nothing's really going on here. So let's go. Let's go look at the Friday the 13th. So Kelly who? Well, that's a big find for me. Let's look. All right. All right. So. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. So. I guess this would be part seven. The new blood. Okay, let's take a look at this. Uh huh. Let's see. Oh. Uh huh. That was the one with the telekinesis girl. Okay. Uh. Uh, hmm. Are attacked. The dog. Tina's unable to kill Jason. She un summons the spirit of her father. Rises from her. Oh, 
Okay. So that was the girl with telekinesis. That's that's the one I thought we were going to... Actually, we discussed doing it. That's it. We discussed doing it, but we just felt that, you know, you, you want the first two of the series. Then you have a fun one. Whoa. Is this the same Tina? Yeah, because I don't think this one has telekinesis powers. No, that's not Tina. Okay. Yo, what the hell? Oh boy. Rickman, you better stay. Stay, Rickman. Stay! It is, well, it sort of is a biology project. Oh, my. Is he going to fall for it? Oh. And this freaking creepy guy walking around with the camera. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she, he's, she's gone and done it. Blackmail the teacher. Yeah, I don't understand. Like I said, the, the premise is that I don't remember any of us having trips like this on a cruise involving high school. Yeah, that, this is totally fabrication. You know what I forgot? Like most, a lot of this film, like I'm looking at the time, my timestamp. I don't know where you guys are. I'm at 36.25 right now, so we got to get over about an hour left. And I do not remember a lot of this movie taking place on the ship. I thought it was in Manhattan. I think the Manhattan part is like towards the end. Oh, man. Of course, the nerd doesn't get it. Nerds don't get lucky. Aww. Except for like nowadays, where nerds rule. And hopefully most of you nerds will be joining me and Mike. We're heading over to Megacon in Orlando. 
So check us out. We'll be there all four days. I'm sure there'll be some insanity. I'm not sure if we're going to be recording anything. I doubt it, but, you know, you never know. You never know what could happen in the annals of Megacon. Gotta wash all that body paint off you. Again, Jason is creeping. Well, I guess he had to sort of adapt. He had to, he had to mind his surroundings. He certainly has. I'm not staying close to the door. This girl better back up. Yeah, see? That's what you get. Ooh! And of course, she's naked. Ooh! Damn! Jason going raw dog. Like I said, I love this look at Jason right here. He's just... The shovel, decomposed looking, wetsuit, decomposed fingers and hands. Ooh, they, they don't even show that. You know she got nailed. Judging by this, uh-oh. Well, he's got his pick of weapons now. Is it another harpoon gun he's got? Yep. Jason loves that harpoon gun. See, I, I like this. There's just a little um, small piece of dialogue going on right now, but between the captain and I guess that's his first mate. And um, he learns that the first mate has a kid, 19 months old. Oh, you gotta love them when they're that young. I don't know why they say 19 months old. I mean, shouldn't it be like a year and six months or something? But I don't know. Well, it's another story. And you could see he's like, hey, man, you know, congratulations, 19 months. They kind of build, make you have a little bit of sympathy for the guy, and then. This happens where Jason just freaking murders him. You know, oh no, he's never going to see that kid. You know, they kind of, you know, they put that in there. Uh-oh. Oh. I 
Uh, I hope you can know how to drive the ship there, Jason. Because I ain't got no captain. Now, is this the ship's captain's son? Oh, it is. Okay. Now we're about 45, yeah, about 45 minutes in. Now they discover, oh my God, there's something wrong on the ship. I hope he knows how to pilot the, pilot the ship. I hope he knows how to steer this ship. Well, I'm sure his dad showed him. And of course the power is out. There was a movie I was just thinking about watching them, you know, as Jason is making these kills in the ship. Because, like, they say um, horror movies in an enclosed space are more scarier than it is in a wide open space. I mean, that's subject to interpretation if you'd like them outside. Like, you know, a lot of the Friday the 13th movies take place in, in a camp outside in the wilderness. You know, you were Crystal Lake, Crystal Lake, Crystal Lake. And I think this is the first film where they got out of Crystal Lake. And now they're like, hey, man, we're making money off this series. Let's just get weird. Of course, they go to Manhattan. And then, you know, later on, he went to space. And then he goes to hell. So. Hell yeah. Oh, man, what a dick. <laughs> That's right. You go there and box Jason to death. There's Jason just creeping. 
is she doing? Oh, I guess that's a, a generator of some sorts, I believe. Or something? I don't know. Oh, I think this is when we see one of the first bodies, right? Yeah. Or is Jason there? Oh, it's the anchor. Got it. Duh. You're a school teacher. You're an idiot. Get out of there. You don't know anything about a boat. It's Godzilla. Hey, Kelly, who's back? Oof. Uh-oh. Don't you wish you were Lady Deathstrike now? You know, I know the ship is big, but, like... This is a cruise ship? Okay, now we're getting more into the um, era of, of 89. You got, like, the music blaring. Now Jason's going to come in and make some weird kill, probably on the dance floor. Let's see. Am I right about this? No, of course the doors are locked. I mean, that is a... You know what? Maybe we should just do, like, horror movie tropes. How many can you name in this film? Besides the big serial killer with the knife, the doors being locked. How is he moving that fast? Of course, like, oh, he's there. Oh, wait, where is he at? And he's going to show right behind her or underneath. Yeah, Jason. Ninja skills in this movie. Let's see what happens. Yep, boom. Rip her head off, just chokes her to death. What do you got here? Choke out? Yeah, it looks like a choke out. Yeah. What was the one movie that I, that I think he squeezed somebody's head like a pimple and his eye, their eyeballs popped out? I'm not sure if that was Jason or somebody else. Damn! All right, so you got five against one. My God, that guy's look like shaggy a little bit. Somebody was carrying a hammer. What the hell is a hammer going to do to him? 
See, the nerd's got the right idea. He's got the shotgun and the camera. He said, I'm going to kill Jason. I'm going to record this shit. Anyway, going back to what I was saying, I was thinking about a horror movie on a ship, and it got me to thinking of Ghost Ship. I'm not sure if any of you guys have seen it, but um, it came out in the 2000s. I don't think anybody really saw it. I know Juliana Margulies was in it, I think, from ER fame. I'm not sure what she's doing now. But the beginning of Ghost Ship, if you've never seen the beginning of that movie, just horrific. Starts off slow. And then all I'll say it involves a piano wire. Bro, why are you wearing glasses anyway? Don't you have contact? I mean, he's... My sight is worse than that. Oh my god. He killed the Ken doll. Well, you know it's not Jason. Oh, the nerd just murdered him. Good Lord. And he's a sick freaky. Oh, now you're screwed. You should have just ran. Well, I guess Jason doesn't like to be taken his, uh, doesn't like his, uh, picture taken, doesn't want his video. See, what I don't get here, he's running, he's, okay, now we see how Rockstar Girl died. Oh, blood on the guitar, nice touch. Did her face get smashed in? Oh, man. A hole in her head. Yeah, you're screwed now. Oh! Man, I gotta say, the kills in this movie are pretty are pretty freaking cool. Very creative. I mean, we just saw the one of the first ones he did with the guitar shot. And now throwing the nerd into the control panel and get electrocuted to death. Pretty cool. Okay, so he can navigate the ship. That's what I'm saying. I think Rickman's got a, got a point. Let's just do that. Where is Jason at this moment? Is he there just staring? There's got to be a little mont. Uh-oh. Yeah, now the ship's going to blow up. Uh, not for now. Yeah, Jason's smart, man. Start the fire. Lure them in there. Kind of like trap them in the space. 
Are you going to kill him with a flare gun guy? Come on, Rickman. I don't know who purple suit guy is over here, but I know he's the next victim because um Did you see Jason just bulk up now? Hey, like, this Jason is not the uh, Jason from part 2, that's for sure. Like he's just ready to go. That Jason had to hide, he had to be a little cunning, he was a little quicker. This one is just like raw beast, I guess, you know. Look at that. Uh, Jason, you can climb the ladder, but he's... Okay, he's... He's fast, too. That electrocution worked. Stronger, quicker, faster. They had two actors play Jason Voorhees. Kane Holder was one. And the other was Tim Mikovich, I believe. No, I don't, like I said, I, I don't know the name of her character in this movie. I should, that's Ren, uh, she's Rennie, Rennie Wickman. So there is no Tina. Why is she, what? Ooh, oh my God. You see how close her neck is to that sh that piece of the glass? Look at it. She's, he's trying to stab her with that. Oh! Well. See, it's not really blood. It's just sort of like this. I don't know. Just goo. Uh, explosion. Uh, the others are gone. Why don't you stay here? And why would she go out and look? She can't make it out there. I wonder if that's cornbread. Mm. By the way, a little foreshadowing there with that knife. 
talked about it before. They foreshadow a lot of the weapons he uses when he before he does his kills. Yep. See, the knife is gone. I don't think you're going to win that fight, Rick. Oh. It was the cook. Oh, throw away. I was like, how did Jason get down there that fast? Then again, he did climb on, the, on top of the uh, mast of the, of the boat pretty quickly. Whoa, close spaces, man. That's that that scares me too, like claustrophobia, just being trapped in a room. There's a um speaking of that, I saw something on Instagram the other day, and I, I have these um pages that I follow. Um, not the ones that you think. <laughs> but a, a lot of stuff is about archaeology and scenery and um science. And one of the things they showed was like the um, the world's most quietest room, and they're like nobody can survive in here for one hour because apparently it's just it's supremely soundproof and just like nothing you can't hear anything in there, nothing nothing. You know, some rooms like um, if in my room, for instance, in my house, if it's completely quiet, you'll still hear something on the outside, like you know, a car driving by, leaves, but this room, of course, nothing. Nothing. I don't know if you if I could stand it. When I go to sleep at night, I'm not sure if any of you do this. I sleep with I used to sleep with a box fan, but I had to upgrade over the years. Got a nice honey made kind of like rotating uh, tower fan. It's really cool. If you guys have never seen it, up uh, they sell it at Walmart, maybe sixty bucks. It's totally worth it. Remote control, um, adjust the pressures high low, and you could time it as well. So. Because I'm a guy who has to sleep with noise. I cannot sleep if it's quiet. I'm, it's probably going to happen to me the day I die. Is I'm always going to need some noise. Nurse, can you put some a fan on or something? Because I cannot sleep when it's supremely quiet. Just, I never could. Uh-oh. They're getting off the ship. Be careful. He's fast. We've seen how quick Jason is. You look up and he's already there. Get get off the ladder. Okay. Seriously, they should change the title of this film to Jason on a boat. <laughs> Literally, the first hour was all in that boat. I mean, it was good stuff, but a very misleading title. Where did he come from?
there's a dog. Yeah, row away. Are we going to discuss how Jason got off that ship yet? Hey, wait a minute. I didn't see no life preservers on that rowboat. What a dick Rickman is. Can't linger too long. Gotta put a surviving game. Now, how long have they been rowing? Well, are we supposed to assume like two or three days? I mean, they could be dead from dehydration and starvation. The old man row. He's being a dick to you anyway. Hey, go figure. What a coincidence. Jason goes to Manhattan, but just for a little while. <laughs> And by the way, your friends are dead. Why are you so happy? Like, uh, this guy's father's dead. and No, your friends are pretty much dead. I have a little bit of remorse. Shut up. Brickman is just a bitter, bitter, hateful, spiteful old man. And Jason is the world's greatest swimmer. I mean, he's basically dead anyway. Uh-oh. <laughs> See, I did like this. When he sees, like, what the hell is this?
Jason Voorhees, the world's greatest swimmer. Of course, you gotta have. You gotta have him getting mugged. By Chase and Chong over here. Don't kill the dog. Ooh. He's lucky he didn't shoot that dog. Don't make Baba Yaga come after you. See, this is the part where you want Jason to come out. Like, you hate these guys. Like, oh, they got mugged. Like, damn it. Get fucking Jason out there. He'll take care of this shit. And what happened to this guy? Mr. Boxer. Didn't do nothing. That Rickman's... All right, no offense, man, but that looks very cheap. These areas in New York City, I mean, the last time I went there, they don't exist any. I mean, at least from when I when I was there, I didn't see any of these areas. You know, it's kind of like the ghetto area, the area where you get the heroin, the crack, the weed. You're gonna get stoned that way. Oh. Oof. All right. What do we have here? Back to more trivia from 89. A 4,000-year-old mummy was discovered in 1989 at the foot of the Great Pyramid of Shilops. The aristocratic young woman was found with a smile frozen on her face because she was happy it was 1989. <laughs> Oof. Told you Jason was going to come. Ooh. Dead by needle. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I'll uh, run away, dude. Jason's just like, he's, let's go. Yeah, bolts don't work, bro. 
I gotta say, Jason has some really cool kills in this movie. Including, oh, damn, he just... If he doesn't have a concussion, he's definitely dead. Banged her. All right, now Jason's back to being the enemy. Fractured dude's skull by ramming it into some pipe. There's boxer guy. Sultan, what is it? Sultan gang rules? Is that what that says there? Boom. You could tell it was a long time ago also by uh, a phone booth. When was the last time any of you guys saw a phone booth? I remember when I um when I first moved here. I've been in and out of this place. But when I first moved here, we had a phone booth at the 7-Eleven. And over the years, technology and, you know, phone booths are gone. <laughs> Pretty much everybody's got a cell phone nowadays. That's right, meet at the rooftop. Come on, boxer guy. Yeah, here we go. All right, finally. He's going to show us what those boxing skills are going to be all about. Jason just sitting there looking at him like, what? And he's getting some good shots in. But Jason just is a freaking wall. Not gonna go down. He's just the he's the Brock Lesnar of uh, of, of killers. Yeah. Okay, those those body blows are doing nothing. You were better off going for the face. Oh, he's getting hurt. Yeah, but <laughs> Jason just sitting there like, yeah, whatever. But he's backing him up. He's trying to tire him out. Yeah. Yeah, Jason's smart. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Keep hitting me. You're going to get tired. He's no flinching. Dude, like, boxer guys, he got himself beaten. What do you think everybody's watching at this time? Night. You think it's about 9 o'clock? Well, if they were, it's 1989. I'm not a big fan of the show, but maybe some of you out there. It was the first episode of Seinfeld back in 89. See? One punch, Jason just knocks his freaking head off. <laughs> And it rolls into a garbage can. Slam dunk.
Uh, yeah, you don't have to do that. There is no others. You're going to let her walk all alone in New York City? Man, Rickman found a cop real quick. That's her aunt. You know, I was talking about nerd culture, Megacon. But in 1989, it was also the kind of like the launching pad point for um for nerding when it comes to gaming. Because in 1989, the first handheld video game was released. Nintendo Game Boy. 150 million units sold of the Game Boy. Incredible. Again, Jason likes to display his killings. Man, he's an artist, man. He, he picked up that head. He said, hey, man, he, why would you go in the car if you saw a severed head? Oh! See, Jason's not only strong, but also very fast. I love how in the hallucinations when they're showing uh, young Jason, like little by little, you know, he starts off as like the normal kid and like slowly as she keeps hallucinating, you know, the, the figure becomes more and more and more disfigured. Great makeup. nice little melancholy song yeah he's dead but that was that was a thing like in like not in almost every horror movie like they think the killer's dead and like oh yeah he's you know gone and like thinking finally I'm free of this but then like you know two seconds like he's, he's back All right, now I guess we're going to see the connection now to Jason. And, of course, Rickman doesn't age, even in flashbacks. <laughs> doesn't get any younger, neither. He still looks old here.
speaking of lakes, The Little Mermaid also came out in 1989. <laughs> um, kind of good conversation because uh, as I record this, uh, a couple days past since the Oscars, and they show The Little Mermaid trailer. And mind you me, this is not my wheelhouse of Disney. I never watched I think I've seen it with my daughter when she was younger, but it was never my cup of tea. More hers. She was a big uh, Ariel fan. Like any little girl. But um, they were showing the trailer, and they showed Haley Berry as Ariel. Showed Melissa McCarthy as, um, I forgot the evil, uh, Ursula? Yeah, Ursula. And Javier Bardem plays King Triton. That's the one name I do remember from the film, is King Triton. And um, the girl can sing. And effects look really, really nasty, like really good. So um, I'm not going to see it, but um, I think fans of The Little Mermaid, I don't think you guys need to be worried. It looks like you got a good film on your hands. She remembers something about him now. I don't know who's a worse person. Is it Rickman or Jason? Now, why is this guy getting involved in the argument? He wasn't there. Maybe he thinks he gets he gets a little bit just giving that sympathy. Now you're gonna knock him down. Yeah, you go, bro. Yep. See, Dang. And now Rickman's going to do us a favor. I mean, Jason's going to do us a favor by killing the true villain of this movie, Rickman. And he gave a chance for Rickman to run. See, Rickman, you did all those wrongdoings. You were too hard on her. You were too hard on the kids. You almost had sex with a minor. Yeah, Rickman's going to be... My God, I'm amazed Rickman's still alive. Tough old guy. Uh, not for long. How is there toxic waste in the middle of a... Forget it. That's... Damn. Dude, Rickman gets the worst death. Holy cow. Oh. So I guess Jason goes to Manhattan for uh, 19 minutes.
But you must do something with that. Take that pain, take that anger, and turn it inward. I mean outward, sorry. Put on a mask and become the Dark Knight himself. Man, this guy takes an opportunity. There you go. She's sobbing. It's make-out time. See, we, we've been stuck in the in the docks for a while. Now we're going to the subway. I guess they couldn't afford to shoot all in Manhattan the entire movie, so they just shot them like the final 20 minutes. Hey, where's your token? Now, if you remember the beginning of the movie, like literally, we start at the beginning in Manhattan and then we end the end. Like all this stuff was, you saw at the beginning and that was it. And then we flashed to Crystal Lake. Let's take a guess at the best music video of 1989. Any guesses? Madonna, Express Yourself. And I remember when I remember when the one out was an MTV exclusive too. Came out at midnight on a Friday. Uh, what else we got here? And of course, the MTV Music Awards are garbage nowadays. But back then, they were kind of fun. Best heavy metal video went to Guns N' Roses. Highest grossing film of 1989 was Batman, of course. Made 411 million bucks. Which by nowadays standards would be about uh, 1.1 billion. It's so funny, all the, the, the cool scenery you saw. Why is this guy fighting Jason? Okay, oh. Did... Well, electrocution is how he got here in the first place. So I guess they figured, let's try it again. How come he wasn't electrocuted? He was in the track as well. That makes no sense. It's over. We did it. He's gone. And the day is saved. Yay! You get a couple fake outs in this movie. And of course, you have to have the big panning shot of Times Square. I guess if you've never been there, it is a sight to behold. For me, it's I, I've been there so many times. It's got an old hat for me. But, um, you know, a good thing to do would be like a, do a little comparison. Do the Times Square 1989, Times Square 2023. 
and you'll see instead of all this, you'll still see that, but it's like more LED screen. It's it's a lot busier now. I mean, this is busy back then, but now it's even more. I picked the goal. I'm not sure. I don't have uh, the trivia facts in front of me. But just by judging it, I think they wanted to make Manhattan a character in this film. But the thing about it is, we're not in Manhattan long enough. We're just here for like, for an hour, 45 minute film, like 30 minutes maybe? Okay. Strange man with a hockey mask walking around New York City. You would think it's a big deal. No, it's just a Tuesday. He fits right in. It's fine. Yeah, see. Again, this is the the beginning was all foreshadowing to everything you see now. <clears throat> uh oh. Oh, this is this is great. All he had to do was just show him his face. Like, yeah, you see me? There you go. The prototypical New York City waitress. With the uh, the droll attitude. I don't care. Whatever. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see... <laughs> See, nobody's like running away because, oh yeah, we're used to this. And here comes a big guy. Yeah, I'll take care of this guy. Of course, the cook is huge. Man, Jason is so ferocious in this movie. Like, just throwing people and like using weapons and. Slow, methodical walk. Uh oh. I like the boat stuff, but I wish the movie take place. You know, there was a lot more scenes in Manhattan. I mean, we get. I guess we get enough of it. I'll tell you, can't can't outrun Jason. These killers walk slow, but they'll catch up to you. See, you could have had the ultimate crossover because I believe it came out two years later. You could have had Jason as he chases them down the sewer and he has any any faces the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. During this time, it could have happened. But, you know, it's just like that. that that's a kid's movie. It's a horror movie. And, you know, oh, no, we want to mix genres. I think there's a possibility that could happen nowadays, whether in comic form, animated. But I would love to, like, maybe a short film, Turtles versus, you know, maybe Bat in the Sun. 
produce something like that. They always do those um, superpower beatdowns. And they always have cool matchups. Um, I think one of the one of the best ones I saw was uh, Batman versus Darth Vader. And they had two alternate endings. Like the one ending, Vader, of course, kills Batman. Like, just chokes him out. But in the other one, Batman wins, but not without a little help. That's more a big thing for um, for those of you who have lived up north, especially like in Jersey or New York area. Any place with like, you know, near rivers or um, sewer systems was a toxic waste thing. You know, there was a toxic waste dump. Not so much nowadays. I think that's kind of gone. But like back then, it was a big thing. I'll tell you, Jason is... Look at this. See, you don't see it, but he just uses wrenches, murders this guy. Face your fears. I gotta say, it's been a while since I've seen any of the Friday the 13th, but so far out of the three we've watched, I mean, we've had the, the first two, which is, you know, the OG ones, but, like, even, like, this one is giving Jason X a run for his money, and I love Jason X. Look at that. That's when you see his disfigured face just kind of melting away. Ugh. They have a uh, an action figure, a Mafex, that I want to buy that has uh, Jason with him without the mask. And he looks horrifying either way, but without the mask, he just looks like some... Ugh, just like some mutilated creature. Hopefully the man. Yeah, give Jason credit, man. Toxic waste to the face, burned, electrocuted, stabbed, shot at. He's still going. Watch out. Yeah, the makeup on him is so great. Big bad Jason's afraid of drowning. After even after all these years, he still can't freaking swim. Yeah, it's toxic waste, buddy. 
Oof. Oh! Horrifying. As his face and body just kind of decomposes away. Of course, it happens to be a lightning storm. Go figure! This is a cool little shot here in the ending. It just shows that he kind of just turns back to the kid. But I think it's just her hallucinating. It's not him. <sighs> Finally at peace. This is another thing with the Jason mask. Kind of like the uh, Michael mask in every movie where it gets more and more disheveled. I like it better when it's more and more disheveled. It just shows he's been through just like eons and decades of live murder. Man, you gave me back this cheap knockoff. $9.99 at Spencer's. Oh, Toby. Okay, so the dog is alive. Hmm. Fun little fact. The dog survives. Like Muffin before him. And we get a nice little... Closing shot of Times Square, City That Never Sleeps. And we are done with Friday the 13th, part 7 or 8. I'm not sure which one it is. It's the one where Jason takes Manhattan. You know it and I know it. It's a fun movie. Like Now, retrospect, looking this film back many moons later, the kills are awesome, but the title is misleading. Jason goes to Manhattan. It's like Jason goes to Manhattan for the last part of the film. Not much else. And um, that's that, my friends. So that's the end of Friday the 13th in the year fear. Hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun doing this film. Um, first time in a while I've done it. But uh, it's been fun. And I can't wait to see you guys next time. Or hopefully you'll see us next time. That'd be lovely. As we do X. That should be a fun film because I've never seen X. And, um, you know, it'll be fun. So anyway, from me and Mike, uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>